Welcome to episode 9 of the Dreamers Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Ranson. I'm so happy fall is in the air, you guys. Halloween is like every day for me. I just play Thriller on repeat and light fall-scented candles around my house. It's the best. Just you wait for our Halloween episode. At the end of the month, it's going to be spooky! Today's episode is sponsored by the Parentingology Podcast by Jen Chapman, who is our guest today. Jen Chapman is the mom of actor Blue Chapman, and I'm grateful she has unofficially adopted me as her fourth child. Jen has been such a light for me in the last year. I really look up to the way she leads her family and how she genuinely cares for everyone she meets. For any parent out there interested in putting their child into the professional acting world, this episode is for you. Or anyone who just wants to know cool behind-the-scenes insight from a mom's point of view, this is also for you. Be sure to stay tuned after the episode to hear a preview of Jen's new podcast, Parentingology. Here's our conversation. Hi, Jen. Welcome to the Dreamers Podcast. Hi, Brooksy Poo. And yes, she calls me Brooksy mm-hmm. Poo. <laughs> what is it like, from a mother's point of view, to watch your child's dream come true? Kaden was on Disney Channel and Blue was on a brand new NBC series. That's a big deal. What is it like, from a mother's point of view? My mom, Jamie, said once, and I feel the same way, is that the day that your children become smarter than you is one of the best days that you'll ever have. (laughs) And I feel like that is true with my kids at different stages. Um, When Caden started to become an actor and got really smart at that is when I became very proud of that stage in his life. Um, I think I'm overwhelmed with pride when it comes to all three of my children, all four of my children. Yes. (laughs) It's a struggle though, because you see the ups and downs. Mm -hmm. This is not a easy business. And so for Cade, uh, he was up for a series regular on a streaming network for a brand new show. He went in seven times. And they they did tests, and he was the, the the head for his role, and he was just everybody was so sure he's going to get it, and somebody else got it, and that is hard when you are ten and eleven years old. Wow. And what he taught me was as we sat on the stairs and cried, both of us, <laughs> was that you can not win and you cannot succeed and you can be pushed down but you've tried your very hardest and that's okay and you get up and you do it again if it's your dream you do it again and again and again until you don't and once you don't that is okay too you can move on and I think for Caden for sure is we always said when they're done, they're done. We're not going to push. This is, this is what they want to do. This isn't necessarily what we want to do. It's, 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 it's hard to be a surfer and it's hard to the emotional toll of it all. And when he was done, he was done. And then Kate, and then Blue said, I want to do it now. (laughs) 
<laughs> and the whole process started over again. Yeah. So it's pride. It's learning from them how to be humble and learning from them how to be knocked down and get back up again. Yeah. Learning how to deal with disappointment and also learning how to deal with life changes and how to adapt and how right. to become part of a hit NBC show and yeah. um, Disney Channel and things like that. So right. as a mom, the day my kids became smarter than me is an awesome day. And it happens. I mean, it happens all the time. Your kids went on to do some great things on television, but how did you get started? Like, where did that first seed of interest come from? And yeah, what was that whole process like? It was Caden. He started and it was watching shows and thinking to himself and then expressing to us, I want to do that. And so we signed up with Zuri Talent Agency, which you can self-submit. And we met somebody and they signed Caden and he was going out on little things. I don't know if he booked anything with them. And because he wasn't, what we did was we looked at managers and Gabby became our manager. Mm -hmm. And um, she helped us to go through the process of finding uh, different agents and working up through the, the agent chain to Caden becoming part of Abrams, which is now a three agency. Um, and going on big, huge auditions and going to the Disney Network um, headquarters. And <laughs> side note, Blue did a, a coaching session with a big Disney casting director just to, to do some coaching and work on a script and sides for an audition. And this person had auditioned Caden so many times, but it had probably been two and a half, three years. And I said, I know you're not going to remember, but... Kate an audition for you and you cast him and um, Andy Mack, the Mack chat. And she goes, Oh, I know exactly who Kaden is. And I was like, okay, all right. This is awesome. This kid wow. made an impact. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you, you meet casting directors, even if in an audition you don't think is going to be right, you go because you get to meet the casting directors. You get wow. to meet the producers. You get to be a part of that. So it is, um, a long process, but once something hits, then the ball starts to roll. And like this casting director that knew Caden after three years, you see the same casting directors. They bring you in. They want to see you because they think of you. And that's a huge thing to accomplish to get to that point. Wow. For Blue, he saw his brother doing it and having some success and having some money to spend on things. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to have some money to spend on things. So he asked if he could meet with Caden's agent. Of course, Blue went in and charmed the pants off of all of them. And he was represented right off with um, A3 and all the stars aligned. And Blue did probably five or six auditions and booked three different things in those five or six auditions. Wow. Um, one being Council of Dads, one a national H&M commercial, which you saw in I Times saw Square. I saw Times Square. That was wild. <laughs> um, and then Undone with uh, Amazon which was a voiceover, but really done really coolly. They, they actually did it live recording and then painted the pictures from that. So that was a really wow. cool experience. Um, so that's, that's how we got started in the progression of 
where we, we ended up. Right. That is a long process. Yeah. But it didn't, it seemed to happen so quickly for blue and it's like, you never know, but what is your next biggest dream or for your kids? So we just finished Council of Dads with Blue and you mm-hmm. are auditioning and it's a weird time right now with COVID. Yeah. yeah. But aside from that, what is the next big dream and or goal for you or your kids? So I haven't talked about Ella yet because she's my non-actor. She We love Ella. She's going we do and she's going to head to college next year. Mm-hmm. And so she's going to change the world. And that's what she's going to do. For Blue, it's very, very different worlds. And it's hard for him to wrap his head around because he had such great success right off. With Caden, with acting, it was a progression and we built. So Caden always knew, you know, the tough side of, of the business where Blue has always just known the happiness of it. Being young when he started that's all we really shared. And he enjoyed auditioning, going to meet people. For Blue, he said to me today, he was watching a show and he said, Mom, I sure do miss being on set. <laughs> me too, buddy. Uh-huh. And so I hope for him, he can get another show. He can get another gig. He can be a part of this because he loves it. It's like, make, he's nine. And it's like, play make-believe all day long. And he has the opportunity to make change as a trans kid, as an actor. Representation matters, and that's you can that's so important to see right now. And so for him, even at nine and that awareness of the impact that he has, that's a big dream I have for him to fulfill that and to feel, fulfill that um, representation for people who need to see him as a trans boy on TV, somebody that they can relate to. And so that's a dream I have for him. For Caden, he wants to play football. So that's my dream for him <laughs> is that he gets to play football. Yeah. Um, for, corona has been tough on me, but I would have to say losing my job has given me the opportunity to be with my kids more and with my husband more, maybe more than we always want. <laughs> But we've got to be together. Also, I've been able to be creative. I've written two books and I'm on my third and my parenting book. And so following that dream of trying to get an agent and be published, I know what it takes with my kids, but it's not as easy as for an adult. (laughs) It's a different path. It's there are so many more adults trying to get agents and mine's a literary agent, but still it's the same process where, you know, there's more adults in the world trying to achieve their dreams than there are kids. And so that's a reality that my dream has, has shown. Um, and being creative and painting and embroidering and doing that with my children. Yeah. Um, so those, those have been our, our dreams. Um, for the last few months since COVID yeah. has hit. I love that. Yeah. That's one thing I feel like I've learned from you guys is just having patience and being in the moment, appreciating the time that we have now together. I just love you guys because you're so chill and just <laughs> love being together. That's, that is the dream. That's my dream is to have a family like that one day. So thank you. Yeah. And I, it, we, we work at it. Yeah. We, we work at it and make it, a priority and my husband and I really love each other and I'm partner 
And that has been a dream of mine to have a partner that partners with me and he knows I'm in charge and he'll tell you. I think he's told you that. (laughs) (laughs) She's in charge. I think I've asked him some things before and he's like, well, that's in Jen's control. So, (laughs) (laughs) But realizing that you got to make the best of things. It sucks right now. It truly does. And I'm honest (laughs) with my kids about that. It sucks right now. Yeah. Thinking, okay, hmm, I'm having a down day. I'm having a bad day, which I had a couple of those last week. Mm-hmm. And then expressing that to my husband and to my and even to my family, like I'm, you know, I'm the positive one. I'm the one that keeps everybody upbeat. But guess what? Today is sucking, and you know what? It's gonna suck today, and then we'll see how tomorrow goes. And then yeah. but re- re- realizing that you to pursue these dreams, bring it back to that question is you're going to have tough days. You're going to have days that suck. You're going to have days that you are over the moon and an agent said, yeah, look at your stuff. Or you're over the moon because you've, you've spent a really good afternoon with your kids, but you've got to know that to know the highs, you've got to know the lows Yeah, and like each other. That's one of the things is you can love your family, but you've really got to like them. You've got to know them. You've got to spend time with them and, and let people have those sucky days and knowing that another good day will come soon. Um, I like you guys. <laughs> Thank you. We like you. Oh, that like is such a great place to end. But I want to also ask you, what has it been like? to be in the room like for these auditions and then actually being on set like what is that like as a mom with minors underage uh actors yeah you called me a mama blue Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I think (laughs) that summarizes it that summarizes it is that my role is to ensure that my child is safe Physically, emotionally, there is a studio teacher, which they're paid and they legally are bound to do that. And I've only had great set teachers, but I will speak up and I may not always be the crew's favorite, but I actually am. But uh, (laughs) I will speak up kindly, respectfully, but firmly that this isn't good for my child and there's hasn't been many cases of that actually but I'm also more cautious than I probably need to be because I want to set the precedence of the cast and crew um, to think about there is a minor here there is okay things got to change just a little bit because they're young they're impressionable what we say what we do how we act what we ask of them sticks in their heads and that's going to help to formulate their perspective of the world. And so I'm always trying to think like three or four steps ahead to ensure that the environment is positive. I am with my child at all times in the schoolroom. They're in the schoolroom, but I always ensure that I can hear and I can see them. So if that's through monitor, if that's through headset, or if that's live, that's really important to me as well as to have my child prepared. There are so many kid actors that go in that are cute, that, you know, can read the words, but to be truly prepared to work because yes, this is fun. Yes, this is an adventure, but this is a job. Even though you're nine, 
this is a job, even though you're seven when you began, this is a job. And that has set forth some really good self-reflection and awareness for Blue in particular, knowing that he is making a paycheck and he has a little bit. And what does that mean? Does he save his money? Does he spend his money? What does he really want? And so all of these life lessons come from being on set. And that's my responsibility for him to interpret all of those in a productive, positive way. Yeah, you are Mama Blue. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fun. It's so Being fun. on set is fun. I don't know what it will be like with COVID. I've heard some that it's very different, which I expected Holy it would expect. be. But it's fun to be on set. And what a privilege to experience that with my child. And the adventure and we got to bring my parents to set um our family to set and my mom says that again we're talking about jamie because she's the cutest but that like this is her number three thing in her life that she'll remember most like marrying my dad having her kids and experiencing being on set with a grandchild (laughs) and that's that is true it is quite magical it is yeah we got to live together in savannah and have that adventure together we'll forever cherish that opportunity thank you so much for coming on my show do you have any welcome words of inspiration for our listeners i think if we go back to the theme of dreams which this is what the dreamers podcast is that dreams are attainable who would have thought I grew up in Maine that I'd be out in Los <laughs> Angeles <laughs> watching my little kids have these amazing dreams of being actors and and fulfilling them and enjoying them or being activists or being football players and that's all you want when you're planning a family is this dream of success, this dream of hopefulness, this dream of what the future can provide and inspire and so Dreams are attainable, but you have to work hard. Thank you for listening to the Dreamers podcast. I appreciate the support of this show, and I would love if you could leave us a little review on iTunes. It would help us out a lot. As always, you can follow us and connect with us on social media at dreamers.podcast. Don't you guys just love Jen? Be sure to tune in to her new podcast, Parentingology. Here's a little taste of what it's about. Toot toot! I'm Jennifer Brookings Chapman, and that is me tooting my own horn. Yes, most likely from my minivan. I'm going to brag for a moment. I'm a damn good mom. My parents taught me to be empathetic, loving, encouraging. Add your superlative. I'm probably that too. But... Do you know what makes me an unpredictable yet honorable heroine in my own story? I'm flawed. I have anxiety through the roof. My patience can be quickly tested. And when I mess up, I want to learn to do better. Those before me have gifted me a parenting guiding light. Mostly it shines exactly right, but sometimes a light bulb needs changing, or at least to be put on a dimmer. Please join me weekly for Parentingology. It's a podcast about raising a family rooted in generational guidance, adapted for today's kids and their grown-ups. 
Really? I just hope I don't pick up my offspring too much. Okay, maybe just enough to make them interesting at parties.